Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hey everyone, welcome. It's good to be with you. Topic for today, question for today. Are you committed or are you surrendered? Basically, what I'm going to share with you is a journey I took this morning as I was in the Word of God, just diving in actually to the book of Mark is where I was at. And this whole topic, you know, am I committed to the Lord or am I surrendered to Him? And does it matter? I think um, as, as I first looked at it, as I first began to look at those questions, I think um, in the church, we take those two words and make them pretty much interchangeable. Okay, so like I would, you know, do you want to make a commitment to Jesus Christ? I'm more likely to use that than to say, do you want to surrender? And I really didn't think it mattered until I was diving into the word this morning. And I got to thinking, you know, people can be committed to a marriage or relationship until they're not right. Okay, for whatever reason, we're not saying what reasons might be acceptable and what ones are not. We're just saying you can be committed until you're not right. Or um, we can commit to join a church or an organization, right? And, but we still have the freedom to leave and go elsewhere. Like it's a commitment, but it's almost like commitments can be broken. Let me meddle a little bit further because um, some of you guys are like, well, I, I don't, you know, divorce doesn't hit me or even church. You know, I've gone to the same church for 50 years. So um, and let me let me go a little bit further and meddle some. And, and let me say, what about like diet or exercise? Okay, like my New Year's resolution is to commit to go to the gym three days a week or I'm going to eat healthier, whatever I commit to eat healthier. We sign up for something and then some time passes and, well, we're just not as committed to it anymore. And so, again, in in many Christian circles, we talk about people making a commitment to Jesus Christ. But the older generations, they didn't talk about a commitment to Christ Because they understood the value of surrender. So they would talk about surrendering to Jesus Christ. So let's go to the book of Mark, chapter 1. We're just going to look at four verses. We're going to look at 16 through 20. So again, Mark 1 and verses 16 to 20. And these are the first disciples. Jesus is going and and he's saying, come follow me. You know, a little side note here before we dive in, which I just find is so interesting. In that culture, if if you wanted somebody to mentor you or you wanted to become their disciple, you would go to them and you would ask them, like, would you teach me the Torah? You know, I want to learn the laws. But Jesus being Jesus flips this all upside down because In this case, his disciples, like they're not coming to him. He's calling them. Actually, the the language is such that he's commanding them. Okay, so let's go into this and let's take a look. One day as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, come follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once, and they followed him. A little further up the shore, Jesus saw Zebedee's son, James and John, in a boat repairing their nets. He called them at once, and they also followed him, leaving their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men. Okay, so what I want us to see is that following Jesus as Lord, surrendering our lives to him, 
means that we relinquish everything to him. It's like there there can't be anything held back. And there there also shouldn't be a change of mind later. Okay, it should just be this full out surrender to him as Lord, which should impact how we do everything. Like it should impact literally every aspect of our life. You know, but if you're anything like me, you like a guarantee, right? You, okay, Lord, if I surrender my life to you, if I if I give every portion of my life to you, what does that look like? It's it's like we want to weigh out the cost, and yet these men, these first four disciples, they didn't weigh anything out. Jesus says, "Come." He actually gives the command, and in that moment, there there's no let me debate this. It's just like, okay, I, I, I'm all in. I, I, I'm walking away from all this. Did they struggle here and there? Of course they did. We know that, that, you know, um, you know, think of Peter. We know how often he stuck his foot in his mouth and even denied Jesus. But what was building within him was the surrender and their steadfast commitment to him. But back to wanting to know the end of the story, quite often there's a reason the Lord doesn't tell us the end of the story. Because he knows when we step in, when we begin to surrender our lives, there's a process that we're going to have to walk through. There's a process that helps us to become totally sold out to him and to fully surrender every aspect of our lives and to stop doubting. There's a process. And through that process, that relationship, that intimacy with him grows. And and the knowing because we know because we know that God is real, that he is there, that he cares, that he's here for us. There's this process in this journey. So with these four men, imagine Jesus calling them and saying, okay, I'm calling you to come right now. But this is the end of the story for you. Like, here's what's going to happen down the road. You know, church tradition tells us that later in life, Simon Peter was crucified upside down. Andrew was crucified in Greece. James was beheaded and John was exiled. Okay, it, it, it's like Jesus knew at that point they weren't ready to hear that. But as they journeyed with him, as they sat with him, as they, as they walked with him, they learned who to put first in their lives. In fact, that how to put him first ultimately mattered more than everything else. So they didn't worry about the rest, what the rest of the story was going to look like because their guarantee was in eternity. Now, of course, some of you guys are like, why would I follow Jesus Christ if this is the cost? Well, we don't, we don't know. We, uh, you know, the cost for each one of us is different, you know, except the cost is everything. But how the story ends is different. But we trust him. And again, there's that process, that learning to trust him. But again, if we're, I, I, what I want to suggest is, with the, the way that we loosely view commitment, that when things get difficult, it can be easier to walk away. Commitments change, right? But when we surrender, it's like that's that becomes like non-negotiable. Like, Lord, I, I, I'm going to stop fighting you in every area of my life. I I'm going to stop doubting you in every area of my life. I'm, I'm going to make a choice day after day after day, moment after moment after moment, season after season after season to trust you because I surrender to you. I surrender myself to you. So I trust you with everything about my life. I trust you with my relationships. I trust you with my finances. I trust you with my growth. I trust you 
with how my life ends on the face of this earth. Okay, I trust you because of who you are, because of what you carry, because because of your promises, your your faithfulness. The truth is that your word is is true, and I and I'm going to stand on that even when it doesn't seem to make sense. I'm I'm just going to position myself there unashamedly. And so, so this, I, I, you know, back to my original question, are you committed to the Lord only or are you surrendered? Because as I'm looking at this, I'm thinking it doesn't matter. What do you think? What do you think? I mean, I'd love to hear some of your comments, put them under this. You know, doesn't matter when, when you tear this all apart, when you really look at it, doesn't matter if you're committed to the Lord. Is that enough or do you need to be surrendered? Is there a difference. Okay. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, whatever language we use, you want us to be sold out to you. Fully committed and fully surrendered to who you are with nothing held back. So Lord, forgive us for when we hold things back. God, we just ask for your cleansing to pour through us right now. And Father, we we realize we realize, God, that with Peter, Andrew, James, and John, there was something that was solidified in the very core of their being as they walked with Jesus day after day. There was something solidified in the core of their being that nothing else mattered but you. So, Father, we ask to be fully solidified in who you are. You know, as, as I'm praying right now, I actually see a picture. And for um, different types of glues or different types of cements, there has to be an additive that's put in to to make that harden. And and that's the picture that I get is like the Lord right now, even as you're listening, this is adding Holy Spirit's adding something into the very core of your being that as you say, Lord, I surrender, I surrender, as I surrender. That He's adding in like that hardener. To make you rock solid for him, to to adhere you to the foundation of Jesus Christ as Lord, to the chief cornerstone. Okay, he's adding as we just surrender to him, as we come before him, as we've been praying, as we've been talking, he's adding that hardener. And the thing is, is that Holy Spirit hardener, you're like, Ruth, you're talking about becoming hard, our hearts becoming hard. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the things, the very core of our being coming becoming solidified to who our God is, that we can't be shaken. That's what I'm talking about. So, wow, Lord, just do it. Just do it, God. Just do it. We want to be totally 100% yours, God. Nothing held back. Nothing held back. So we just look to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Short and sweet today. Thank you for joining me. It's such an honor and a privilege that you take time to join me. Uh, please feel free to share these. And again, please comment. You know, the question was committed, surrendered, doesn't matter. Just have some really respectful dialogue in those boxes. And, and let's talk about this as we learn and grow together. Okay, that's a wrap for today. Visit the website, ruthhendrickson.com. Take a look at all the material we have on there. We also have a new website, mashawministry.com, M-A-S-H-A-H, ministry.com. Check that out also. Again, have a great day. Be so blessed and know that you, my friend, are here for such a time as this. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, 
review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.